dear listener, and how are you today? Oh, it is a brand new episode of the finest podcast in the world. Oh, welcome to this fine old fucking podcast. Oh, hello there, fuck. Uh, how's it going? Welcome to the podcast. Well done. We made it New Year and all that bullshit. It's the random podcast. 185. Is it really 185? Wow, golly gosh. Gee, gee, golly, golly, fucking wizaroo. Wizard a hoo We made it. Good work, everyone. Well done. I'm proud of you. Not really. Um, what's up? <laughs> Bad start. Minute in, it's a bad start. Random podcast, me, Marquez. 185. It's the 7th of uh, January, 2021. And it feels like New Year's Eve has been two fucking years ago. I can't believe it's only been a week. Wow. Golly, golly. Jesus, a week. A week ago. That's mental. Do I, am I developing a lisp? Is this my new personality? It's my new personality, guys. I got a lisp now. I decided that in the new year, new me, new me, new lisp. I uh, hope you enjoy it. I hope you like it. It's perfect for the podcast. That's what you want on the podcast, the speech impediment. People will phone in now and they'll say, you can't say speech impediment. You have to say speech adjacent. And I'll say, what the fuck is that? And they would be saying, you just don't don't make us upset. And I'll say, oh, God, I right again, more upsetness. 2020, I think 2020 is, that's the year when we got upset in 2021. is when the year that we laugh at fucking idiots. It's my plan. It's me plan. Um. So I got a lisp. That's something new about me. A lot of you might not know. You'll be like, 185, I think I know you, Merck. And I'll say, no, you don't realize I have a lisp. I've been hiding it the whole time. Hiding it in the closets, my sexuality, lisp. It's in there next to the fellas with the homosexuality and the pansexual women and the asexual everyone. There's my closet homosexuality. It's a lisp. I'm hiding a lisp all these years. I'm going to get people asking me, do you actually have a lisp? No. So no need to message. I'm going to try and cut down people messaging me. It's fucking relentless. This girl in India keeps messaging me and she just says, hi, please answer. 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 Where are you? Hi, please answer. Hi, please <laughs> It's endless, and I made a stupid, stupid thing of putting it on my Instagram story today. I took a screenshot, put it on my story, and I said, ah, oh, your dad has been horny in my DMs again. And of course, of course, of course, everyone replied, hi, please answer. Like they do. I feel like every time I get a reply or a comment that someone else has already done, um, I should be paid. You should pay me $5 for wasting my time. <laughs> it's a fair deal. It's a fair deal. I'm now into Findom. I only found out what Findom means yesterday. F-I-N-D-U-M-B. Um, no, it's F-I-N-D-O-M. My, my bad. It's called financial domination. It's when women mostly, I presume dominate men and have men send the money and they don't have sex or anything they're just degraded and it's it's a great way of life it's a great way of life you know go out there now 
and women should be taking men's all men's money. I'm surprised there's ever poor women in the world, considering how dumb men are. <laughs> I wonder if I say that as a joke. Will it offend both sides, men and women, right down the middle? It'll split them up right in two. Maybe I'll have to do it and see who gets upset. Definitely white women. They'll rush to the fore and they'll be saying, what's that meant to mean? Explain it so I understand why I'm upset. And you'll be like, okay, here we go. Here we go. But yeah, find them. It's crazy. I wonder if I could do it. Hmm. I, des- I deserve it. I'll say that much. I do deserve it. After fielding everyone's message. I wonder if I... Is it that I get so many messages or that I'm stupid enough to reply to all of them and it just encourages more? That is a question. That is a question for the panel. We'll put it before the U, UN panel on human rights and we say, does Mark have any rights? And they'll say, no, he's a piece of shit. He deserves to answer every fucking DM that comes his way. And then I'll say, that's fair. I deserve it. Been living a good life, so I deserve it. Thank you. Thank you, UN. May I leave? And they'll say, you can go. You can go. You're not going to be hung out to dry, hanged out to dry. I'll say, thank you, UN. You're a kind master. And then I'll get on my phone to, to whoever's, whoever I'm fin-dumbing at the moment. Be dumbing the fins out of them. You know, that was an easy joke. And I took it. I take the easy jokes. You take what you can get and you hope it leads to somewhere better. But sometimes it doesn't. Then you end up in a ditch. But that's the risk you take. And that's my lessons of life. All right, that's the podcast. Five minutes. We can't peak that after such a great lesson. Can you really beat that? The answer is no. I like to make a moo sound when I say no. It reminds me of the old pastures back in Ireland. Walk me cow daisy around the yard. Give me a moo for me, Daisy. And she'd say, moo, you little bitch. And I'd say, Daisy, am I not the dominant one? I thought you are the sub. There's definitely some in Ireland that has a relationship with a cow that's mentally sexual. <laughs> There's simply no way. There's simply, I refuse to believe it. I can't believe it's not butter and I can't believe some man in Ireland doesn't have a sexual relationship with his cow. Although after seeing that documentary before where the women have sex with the Eiffel Tower and the Golden Gate Bridge and a fence and a roller coaster. Maybe it's the women. There was no men in that documentary I watched. Maybe it was skewered. Maybe some guy who hates women. Maybe a misogynist made it and said, look how fucked up women. <laughs> look how fucked up women are. They're having sex with a fucking Eiffel Tower. And I'm still sad and lonely. What can I do, woman? Why won't you hate me? I love seeing a misogynist. <laughs> Imagine that was the end of the statement. You know, I love seeing a misogynist um, get called out. And time and time again, I'll be like, I don't hate women. Here are photos of me with women. <laughs> I knew a guy before, he was like, yeah, I, I couldn't hate women. Look at this photo of my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking unbelievable, unbelievable um, logic in his own head. Unreal, couldn't hate women. I love me mom. I was always surprised, people, guys who love their mom too much hate women. And it, it surprised my dumb brain, my dumb brain. So I did what I do when I'm dumb. I started Googling, why does that surprise me? And the reason, because you think like, oh, he loves his mom so much. He would surely love all women. 
And you'd be wrong, dear listener. Well, if you're as dumb as me, if you're as fin dumb as me, you'd be wrong. The thing was that he loves his mom so much, no other woman could ever compare. So they're all stupid bitches. <laughs> 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 it's so dumb. <laughs> to be in your brain and you meet this unreal woman and she does something that your mom would do differently and your brain goes, fucking bitch. <laughs> That's not how you cut up my potatoes. <laughs> Pours you a glass of milk and you're like, fucking bitch in your head. <laughs> you fucking bitch poured me a fucking glass of milk in that fucking glass. That's not what my mum <laughs> Jesus. That makes sense. That's what they must be doing. I know so many people. Should I drop names? It would be pointless because you would know them. <laughs> so I'm going to start saying it to people though. I'm going to be like, how come you love your mom? Do you know why you love your mom but you hate other women? But I don't hate women. Here's a photo of me and my mom. <laughs> I love when dudes too, them. <laughs> it's so dumb. In your head just freaking out because that's not how your mom does things. <laughs> Jesus. I'm laughing because more and more people are popping in my head and I'm like, ah, oh, that's him too. Ah, oh, that's him as well. I'm laughing at it because it's fucking tragic. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh, that's hilarious (laughs) because it's so sad. And that's me too, you know. I love love pounting. I love pounting. One of my favorite things in the world now is I love a good pound. Love a good pounting. Pound away, I'd say to the women. Pound away. Come over to me aboard now and pound away. Um, I love pound. Pointing, God, I'm gonna say pounding on stage now. Be like, oh, he's having a stroke again. Again, he's losing his ability to speak. Um, I love pointing out other people's problems and then just completely ignoring my own. It's a great system, you know. It's one of my favorite systems as a comedian, as a person, as a human in front of you, dear listener, the UN Human's Rights Board, whoever's listening. I like when um. Guys will just call women crazy for no reason. Like, this bitch is crazy. If you're like, why? If you're like, fucking, she's offering me soup. I'm like, I'm sick. Can't you see, woman? I'm sick. Leave me alone. Like, why? She offered you soup and you're sick. That's nice. Nah, she's all over me. If you're like, why? Did you just have sex? You know, you like someone else. And they'd be like, yeah. <laughs> she be crazy. She be crazy. Although I, do, I will say, you, if someone says, no, she's actually crazy, that's when I believe they're crazy. If they just say she's crazy, why she just is, that means the person is crazy. That's telling you. If someone says she's crazy, why? Oh, no, but she actually is crazy. And then they'll say, she keeps messaging me saying, hi, please answer. Hi, please answer. Hi, please answer. Hi, please answer. You'd be like, oh, yeah, that's a bit, that's a bit much. That is a bit much for the parish. It's like, there's guys in LA who are in their 40s and they'll have a birthday week. (laughs) A fucking birthday week. 
You can barely force me to have one birthday. I'm like, I don't want that attention. I want all the attention on stage, but I don't want that attention off stage. A birthday, got to be nice to people. You feel good. You have to ex- express that you feel nice. You feel gratitude. You're grateful. It's a lovely holiday. You went to all this trouble. And then you realize in your head, they went to all this trouble, but I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> God has told me since a young age, I've been told, Jesus has told me, priests have told me, you're a fucking bad little fucker. You don't deserve any good in the world. Now say some prayers that you'll never get to heaven. <laughs> you want me to enjoy a birthday party one time, one day? No wonder Irish guys, women, men, everyone gets so drunk on their birthday usually. They get drunk so they can't, <laughs> they don't have to accept that people are being nice to them. And then they get drunk and it goes to their head. So you never know, it's a risk. You're taking a risk there now, you're rolling the dice. Someone offers you soup, you'll be like, Jesus, she's great. Fucking, she's been nice to bitch, huh? <laughs> oh, I don't hate women. Here's a photo of my mom. Why does that make me laugh so much? It's <laughs> so dumb. It's so deluded. It's the ultimate. I couldn't hear black people. <laughs> I'm not racist. I've got a black friend. <laughs> and they think they're not. Oh, it's so great. It's not great at all. So don't don't write in being upset with me. Just realize how stupid it is. And then send me money because this is now a findom. <laughs> this is a findom podcast. Why am I laughing so much at stuff that's not even that funny? Or is it funny? Actually, it's hilarious. It's my podcast sponsors, if you're listening, keep sending me money. This podcast is sponsored by Hannah Cure. For your youthful looks, hit up Hannah Cure. They sent me like face masks, Hannah Cure. They're expensive face masks. I haven't used them in a while because I'm like, I got sent a bunch. They're expensive too. I think they're 30 for one or else 100 for four or something like that. Maybe 125. But when you're a popular, when you're a popular influencer like myself, you know, you get friends and friends and send some free shit. Someone, hit, a girl hit me up earlier and she was like, what size shoe are you want to send you some shoes? I have so many pairs of shoes, but she's sending me shoes. I hope they're good. <laughs> I never heard of the brand. They look good, but if not, I'm just going to be like, okay, more, more for the wardrobe. Stick you in there now with the sexuality I've been... I can't even remember what I said now. Come on, brain. Can my brain work back? What was I hiding in the closet? There was homosexuals in the closet. There was pansexuals in the closet. There was asexuals in the closet. What was mine in the closet? Fuck my brain. Oh, no. Usually I can get it back. It's not a good sign. Let's have some more coffee. Let's have some more 6.30 p.m. coffee. Who's going to be up all night? Me, who's going to be up all night and then tomorrow night I'm going to have a good night's sleep and then be cranky all day and be barking at people. Me, me, um. what was in the closet? I was thinking earlier, I was waiting for my, I was driving home today from getting a coffee because there's nothing else to do in LA during the day. That's where you want to go. Maybe I should get into daytime hiking. I gotta find someone fun to go hiking with. If you're listening to this, please don't offer your <laughs> don't offer your hiking services. I'll find you. Don't worry. I'll find you. Very particular. I'll find you. 
people think I say, oh, I wish I had someone to go boozing with. They'd be like, I'll go boozing with you. They'd be like, no, 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 you don't get it. I have, uh, I have um, specific, I'm very picky. I'm very easy going when everything's exactly as I like it. But besides that, I'm also very picky, you know. <laughs> so I'll find someone. Because you, I want to go hiking with someone where the silence is okay. I don't want to be on <laughs> the whole time. And you just got to be like, ah, oh God, so this is entertainment for 40 minutes. I want to be on the, on the phone to other people. <laughs> you know, just, just, just two pals just ignoring each other in comfortable silence. That's the dream, people. That is the dream. What was in the fucking... Oh, yeah, so I was coming home from getting coffee. I was waiting for my garage door to drive by, or to open. And there was, like, this gay neighbor of mine walking by with his dog. And for some reason, he looked at me, and he looked so lonely. <laughs> I'm not laughing at it. It's just reminding me of TikToks. I think TikToks, I find hilarious, because they're just so lonely. It's someone in the room, and they're doing fucking characters. It's good. You gotta be lonely and bored, I suppose, to create stuff. So calm the fuck down, but it's kind of funny too. I feel like the difference between me and TikTokers is that I don't record my own loneliness. Although I'm doing a podcast, so you never know. Is this the form of loneliness? The podcast is like a date. It's just me talking to myself, laughing at my own jokes. The poor woman sitting across the table eating breadsticks, wondering what the fuck is he saying with that accent? Dear Jesus, is he having a stroke? What's wrong with him? Why am I on this date? Is he rich? Is that why I'm here? <laughs> Is that why? One time I was going to buy a, a top. And it was a fucking expensive top. It was stupidly expensive. I'm actually considering buying it again. But I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but it was like so expensive. This sweater. I think it was like a grand. I obviously wasn't going to buy it for that. Calm down people. Calm down. Calm it down now. Relax. <laughs> the girl I know keeps telling me relax and it keeps making me laugh every time because I'm never up stressed. <laughs> so it's nice to tell someone relax when they're not stressed because then they'll get stressed and be like, what? But I was. What is this trick? Um, fuck. Oh, yeah, I was going to buy the sweater. I was going to buy it, but then I saw it online. I Googled it and I saw it and it was like $65 something stupid and in my dumb head I was like Jesus this is unreal and the girl was like what and I was like I found a sweater she goes what is it she googled it and I had obviously went on some fucking dubious website I didn't really check it seemed real the name of it was Threads or something it was exactly it was so close to being a a real website as opposed to cheapclothes.com and I hadn't really looked. I was on my phone. I was on my laptop yet. So I was like, oh, yeah, that, I think I know that website. But she was like, what is it? And I told her. And she Googled it. And it was, in reality, it was on, like, websites for 450 It had gone down from 1000 to 450 So I was going to buy it off of a cheap website. This is a great story. Great story. Can't even remember. Um, so then she thought I was buying sweaters for $450 or a grand. So she thought I was much richer than she had originally thought. <laughs> and to say she went from lukewarm to boiling hot 
was an understatement and I was like what's up and then I figured out my friend I was like oh she was like asking me do I want to go skiing and I didn't realize she was like do I want to take her ski <laughs> I was like ah the poor poor girl she came to the wrong port in the wrong storm she messed up what the fuck was oh the loneliness oh yeah the dates I like the way I have to tell the story and then I jump out because my brain has said, if you don't go back to that, we'll forever forget it. We'll forever. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, TikToks are funny to me because they're lonely. Says a guy in his spare bedroom um, doing a podcast to himself. (laughs) Oh, the loneliness. No. So I saw this dude and he looked so lonely. (laughs) And then I was thinking, "It it must be tough to be like, to be gay in a small town it would be like just playing tennis on your own (laughs) you're just like all right i'm gay and everyone in the town is supportive but then there's no other gay people around and you're just like ah jesus ah jesus like i want to play tennis and i was like go for it they even built you your own tennis court and you went out there and you was (laughs) you don't play with it and that my friends was a long bad story can we can we win it back i don't think so and that's okay because i still can't remember what i hid in the fucking closet if you're listening i'm not gonna go back if i don't get up by the end of the podcast please message me and remind me what it was that i hid in the closet what was it was it that no it's gone it's gone just like my Christmas tree. Findum. I dumped my Christmas tree. My Christmas tree was dying. It had given up. I think my Christmas tree committed suicide. It's like that scene in Sopranos where the dude hangs himself. It's just it like it wasn't. I gave it so much water. I tried my best, dear listener. I tried my breast, my breasts. I felt my breasts. Here's an issue I have, right? I've been working out. This sounds so dumb. In good shape. Every time I put on clothes and I get a picture taken, it looks like I have boobs. <laughs> and that's how I know that God is real, you know. He couldn't he couldn't let me have everything. <laughs> he said, all right, if you put on a sweater. A girl hit me up. She's like, I've never seen a guy that gets done so much <laughs> with bad pictures. I'm like, I know, it's unbelievable. I put on a sweater, it looks like I have tits in the belly. Why? What's going on? Anyone out there? Again, these are rhetorical questions. I don't want people, I hate making a joke and it's someone says, you look okay to me. <laughs> it's like, you made it real, you ruined it, you made me sad, you made, you made don't make me sad that I'm going to make a fucking um, <laughs> a TikTok. Don't, don't do it to me. If people keep sending me messages, I'm going to make a TikTok. And I'll never write a book again. That'll be the end of me. Thank God, says you. Thank God you're never going to write a book again. Sweet Jesus, that's what we were hoping for. But no, the books will persist, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, I was dumping my Christmas tree yesterday. What a disaster. My Christmas tree was dying. Dead. It just wouldn't wouldn't take, it wouldn't hold the water. You know yourself. It was given up i was gonna keep it up <laughs> i told my buddy today took down my tree and i was like 
Would you take yours down? He goes, are you fucking joking me? And I assumed he said that meant he took it down like a few days ago. He's like, I'm keeping it up <laughs> until Valentine's Day at least. It's the only thing that brings me joy anymore. I was like, <laughs> that's fair. But mine was fucking, if you looked at mine, branches fell off. It was just all on the ground. It was falling apart. The fucking ornaments were falling off. It was like a limp penis. It was dying, dying, dying. It was very sad for the parish. I just thought of something. I was getting coffee earlier and the guy behind me was ordering. I was waiting for mine. And I don't know who he's trying to brag to, but he started telling the guy, the barista, he's like, yeah, you know, it's been a good day and your man was just being polite. He's like, why? He's like, I'm up to 5,000 followers on TikTok, which I think is the easiest place in the world to get followers. He's like, I've only been on it two months, but you know, kind of getting into it being a big deal on there and the guy was just like oh that's great you know i'm just making you coffee i don't want to talk to you about tiktok <laughs> and the guy was like yeah you know i think with these kind of numbers it's time for me to start pitching my own tv show and the guy was like oh yeah uh, he goes yeah one of my videos has over eight thousand views and the guy was like oh yeah i got one before it has like half a million views and the guy was like, yeah, it's not as good as, <laughs> not as good as my one, though. I'll probably have a TV show soon. It was so deranged in L.A. And he was like, Jesus. And that is another bad story. This is a podcast about bad stories, people. I hope you're happy. Hope you tuned in. You said, I need to escape from the worries of the world. How will I escape? What will I do? And then you'll say, oh, let's listen to some bad stories that don't really end. They just peter out. It's like a whistle. <laughs> And then it just peters away and he says, that is? And you say, it is, yeah. I'm like a child showing you a trick and then the trick just stops and you don't even know what the trick was or where it started or where did it end? It's just kind of finished. And you realize because the uncomfortable silence, oh, it's over. That was great. Good effort, little fucker. That's what you're all saying to me. Um, but yeah, fair play to that TikTok king. He's a king among among amongst peasants like myself. Um but oh so it was time to get rid of the tree sad times you know you, you make love to your tree all christmas brings you joy walking to the house the smell of pine oh there jesus the smell of pine bring a tear to your eye tear of joy um but i was getting rid of it and i was like i need to get a bag to put the fucker in because it's huge and i drove four places yesterday home depot some nursery two like shops it's like, do you have Christmas bags? Do you have Christmas bags? Do you have Christmas tree bags? The dude at the fucking nursery, it was like, do you have a Christmas tree? Because we were selling them. I was like, no, no, like, do you have Christmas tree bags? Because he interrupted me. And he goes, oh, no. He's like, that that would be a good idea. <laughs> I was like, what? Because you're selling them fucking to a week ago. <laughs> My buddy who told me he's keeping his Christmas tree until valentine's day was like you should buy a new christmas tree to keep the joy alive anyway your man i gave him a great i gave him a great bit of business advice at his nursery now he's gonna have christmas trees for next year or christmas tree bags anyway i was like fuck it i don't have a bag i'm gonna throw it over my balcony which is what my buddies recommended i do but then i was like my buddy in new york was walking through recently and like uh, patio cushion 
fell on his head and knocked him to the floor, I think. It was like from a rooftop in New York. I can't remember how high up it was, but it was enough that it like, he could have broken his neck from such a height. He just fell over. He said it was embarrassing, but he was lucky it wasn't more. So I was just looking, oh, if only, if only, if only I wasn't so lonely, all on me on. Um, I could have had a friend. You don't have a friend come over just for that, and then you have to hang out with the friend, and you're just like, yeah, shit, I just want you to help move my Christmas tree. To be like down below, and I've got nine neighbors. I could see one of them jumping in front of it. Some crazy people on the street. It was kind of too high up. For it to hit the ground quickly Tree could be floating The wind could have taken it Imagine the wind took it I remember me and my old roommate We were living in a different spot And we had an old couch And then we got a new couch And we were like fuck it this old couch I can't even I don't even know how we f- It doesn't fit down the stairs And it barely fits in the elevator How do we get it And we were like we'll just dump it off the edge And we dumped it off the edge And we didn't see this thing sticking out of the wall <laughs> I was fucking like Hit hit the thing and then just did a fucking weird loop and we were like, oh Jesus, could have either taken the wall out or swiveled around into someone's balcony and just caused mass, mass hysteria. So I didn't throw it off the balcony. I said, I'll drag it down into the elevator and put it on the street and then I'll just fucking, I'll just sweep up after it. So I was dragging it out of my apartment and I forgot it was all tied up when I put it in. And then it was not tied up, so it was wider. Nine foot three, it barely fell out the door. For some reason, I just panicked. It was like the embarrassment of getting stuck with a tree. So I just started going really quickly. And I ran down the hallway with it, dragging it. I was sweating like a whore. Sweating like a whore. Pine was everywhere. Pine is like fucking sand. It gets everywhere. I'm like, why is there pine in pants I've never worn around the Christmas tree? There's just pine everywhere. Pining for me love. I'm just going to start singing to make these fucking office stories better. In the morning I saw me Christmas tree awake next to me. And I pumped her. Is that what was in my closet? Next to the pansexuality, the homosexuality, the asexuality, there was me fucking a tree. Um, so I dragged it, and I was dragging it to the elevator, and two of my neighbors were next door, or were at the elevator, and I panicked, and I was like, I didn't want to be like, oh, I'll, I just didn't know, I, I don't know, why, why did I panic? I panicked because the tree was so heavy, it was so big, I kind of looked stupid, I could sense that pine was going everywhere. And I was like, oh no, it's a fucking, it's a fucking, the golden fucking brick road back to my apartment. They're going to know it was me causing this horrendous mess. I remember someone caused this mess last year and I was like, these fucking neighbors, you know, they're so disrespectful. So disrespectful, just fucking up the whole, because the place was ruined. So I panicked and I took the stairs and it was like four flights of stairs and I was fucking panicking panicking i'm sweating my pants are falling down sweatpants i didn't fucking tie them properly tight enough my penis was hanging out <laughs> it was just a great time you know great time sweating out thinking about my feet were sweating my pants were sweating spaghetti all over my shirt and it was a fucking i had my apple watch beeping being like your dick is out of your pants your dick is out of your pants apple i got an apple watch for christmas what a great thing now i just 
it's great if you want. It tells you if you're washing your hands, or it starts a countdown, and it's been like 20 seconds. And then if you stop, if you're like, I wasn't even washing my hands, I was just moving my wrist. There's like just 15 more seconds to go. And then it gives you this fucking guilt trip. This is why I now realize why women fake orgasms. Because I've started to fake washing my hands with my fucking Apple Watch looking at me. I'm like, all right. And I just fake it to get it over with. And then I'm like, oh, that's why women fake orgasms. Just to get sex over with. Great analogy. Thank you. Anyway. So I'm sweating. My Apple Watch is telling me your dick is out of your pants, Merck. Um, I get to the fucking main entrance. I shove the tree out the door. I run down. For some reason, I ran down the street. I was like, I can't put it outside. I got to get rid of the evidence. I would hate getting rid of a body would be a nightmare. Getting rid of a tree was tough enough. So I flung it down the road, put it in a place where there was other trees. But then I went back and I surveyed the damage and Jesus, it was like a wood, a forest floor everywhere. And I ran upstairs and I got my broom and my pen and I started sweeping for dear life and I started weeping, weeping because I knew there was going to be so much sweeping, sweeping and weeping. It was unreal. And then the hall was okay. And the entrance was okay. And then I forgot that my fucking stairs <laughs> was carpeted. And I was sweeping stairs for a fucking over an hour, sweating. It felt like I was in trouble. It felt like I was in school. If anyone had saw, seen me, if anyone, thank God, no one walked the stairs for some reason, I would have been so embarrassed. And I don't fully know why. I would have been sweating like a whore. The embarrassment. And then they're like, "Is he? why is he sweeping up the carpets? Is he the cleaner? <laughs> is, he the, is that how he gets? Does he live here? Does he get free rent? He cleans, he cleans it? Is that what happens? Why is... So he's not a comedian. He's a cleaner. I don't know what the fuck. I kept sweeping till my back gave out. I was like, I can't. I can't anymore. I was like, I think it did a good job. And then I looked at it today and it was a fucking disgrace. <laughs> I tried my best. I tried my best. My best wasn't great. I think this clean was coming in. I'm going to give him money. When I see him, I'm going to be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I fucking, I know there's pine. There's so much pine. There's pine everywhere. Then I came home and I had to sweep my own apartment for about an hour. I swept it four times and there's still pine. It's like sand. It's fucking everywhere. It's unbelievable. Anyway, that's the great story. Once again, I am sorry for the bad tale. I think, I think because my booze ons, it's where like people come on boozing on Zoom and we sit around and you're telling stories, people are talking. There's too many people on it at the moment. There's too many people talking, so I'm going to have to start calling people. Maybe I'll up the price so that not, not so many people will join because it's not as fun. Because then I sound like a prick. It's just like 24 people talking over each other. I'm just like, have you never been in public? Have you never heard, like, when what is happening here? Can you not hear the cacophony of other people? Just the noise. It's like a fucking jungle. Birds chirping at each other. And you're like, come on, please, please, Jesus. Please stop. Please stop the madness. That's like, I like how many people went to Miami over Christmas and just, <laughs> it's like they went to the fucking petrol station, the gas station, as you say in America, 
Miami was the gas station and everyone just flew in there and they filled up on COVID and then they came back to LA or New York or wherever they are and they're going to spread it around even more. Just fucking fun times, you know. The most fun times. It's unreal. They get upset too. They're like, it's fake. We were wearing masks. You're like, I can see you. I can see that you're lying. It's very odd. It is odd. It's like, do you know what's odd to me and people get upset? When you see a couple and the guy is much better looking than the woman. That's odd. People got upset with me online. Because they love to get upset. Why does ours have to be? Why is why are you bashing women? I'm like, no. I'm saying that men are shallow. <laughs> People are so... Oh, Twitter's funny at times. It can be fun to try out jokes. Because there's no fucking stand-up at the moment. So you have to try it somewhere. But people love getting upset. The joke, like men are so shallow that it's insane to see someone who a beautiful man with a, a, an average woman. Maybe she's rich. I know. Maybe she's a great personality. I know. I'm just saying it's bizarre that a man is not shallow. <laughs> How's that not bizarre? Someone on Instagram said, oh, I, I've noticed this and I think it's that it's a couple from high school and he's gotten better looking and she's gotten worse looking and they've never had sex with anyone else and that makes sense. But I feel like in LA it's different because I don't think high school couples move to LA and then live together forever. Maybe he's he's doing the reverse. Maybe she's doing the reverse. Maybe she's doing like if you see a fifty-year-old woman with a twenty-one-year-old man, it's not creepy for some reason. No, no, no. Then that is you go, girl. Woman power, girl power, girl power. And if you ever say anything, people will hate you, and that's okay. Sometimes people will hate me so much. I'm like, oh, I admire, I admire that. That is a grand skill to have. A great skill to have. Such deep hatred. I'm like, fuck yeah, I admire you now. Like, if I walk into a party and a guy sees me that hates me and I see him roll his eyes to heaven and turn his back, I'm staying forever. That's that's the joyful. That hatred, I'm going to ruin his night. My presence has already ruined his night. I think I told my buddy that re- recently, and I was I was like, yeah, that was like your friend before. And he goes, what friend? And I was like, remember at your birthday party ages ago? I walked in, and your buddy, who was, doesn't like me, I could sense he was so upset. And I saw him turn his back, and I didn't see him again for the rest of the night. <laughs> he goes to me, he wasn't at the party. And I was like, no, he was. I saw him, and then he got upset, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. I think he hates me. He's, uh, he was out of town, I know for a fact. He was on a movie set. And I was like, oh, really? Hmm. That's I made your birthday party all about me in my head. That's not very like me. That's not very like me at all. And he goes, yeah, he wasn't even there. I was like, oh, right. So I'm just at this birthday party thinking people hate me. That is... Um, <laughs> that is unfortunate 
But that's me. I'm an unfortunate soul. I'm like people in L.A. People in L.A. love saying, if a diner shuts down, everyone comes out and says, Dad, I'm so sad. That was my favorite diner. And then a new diner shuts down. Ah, that was actually my favorite diner. They're all the favorite diners. Could it not be a favorite diner? Which is it? Pick one. It is what it is. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say to people from now on. If I owe money, but I'm only going to pay them back half. I'm just going to give them half the money and be like, ah, it is what it is, you know. The world is ending, so it is what it is. The world is off. The world is a vampire. Jesus. New Year's, I, can't, I still can't believe New Year's Eve was a fucking week ago. That was unreal. We had the best shows ever. I was doing two outdoor shows, all socially distant, all safe. And they were like, it's outdoors. You get free weed, you get a bottle of champagne, free booze, all included. Endless, unlimited. It was delightful. The first show we did in Rappaport. We had a lot of people. It was fun as fuck. Really fun. There was a dude in the show, though. He was so annoying. He kept talking. Here's the thing. I went up. I know it's going to be a good show. If I go up first, if it's my show, I'm hosting. So I do my set up top. So I do like 15 to 20 up top. Um, and then usually they're tight and cold. And it's you have to warm them up. So I take the hit. I take one for the team, people. Going in there fucking raw and just... They might not like you. You walk out. They don't like the look of your head, and that's okay. You take one for the team, and you warm them up. But if they're good from the get-go, I'm going to be like, oh, this is going to be a good crowd. Everyone's going to have fun. It's going to be delightful. So the first crowd was delightful. I was walking off, and the guy side of the stage was like, oh, that was hilarious. You're fucking great. Love you. And I was like, oh, thank you. Compliments. I'll take them. I'll hoover them up all day. Vacuum them up like they're, pine. they're pines from a dead Christmas tree. But then he kept talking. He was one of those dudes that kept talking during sets. And he kept, like, just fucking talking over fucking shit. And he was, even if he's agreeing, it's still annoying. You're just stepping on punchlines and stepping on words and timing and fucking all this shit. And every time I go up, and then I was like, oh, no, he's gone from loving me. And now I'm going to have to call him a prick if he doesn't shut up. And I was like, ah, you need to stop talking, huh? And he was like, I love you, man. You're hilarious. And I was like, ah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. But I was like, but by the end, every comedian told him to shut the fuck up. And then he was just like, he wouldn't shut up. It was unbelievable. And then we realized, oh, he's one of these guys that goes to a show and thinks he's helping. He wants to be a comedian so bad. And he's also obnoxious. And his friends won't tell him to shut up. Unsurprisingly, he was a white, straight white dude. So he had the ultimate confidence with nothing to back it up. Because that's what they do in America. Straight white dudes have the ultimate confidence with nothing to back it up. It's a very uh, established system they have going on here. They have no shame. They'll dance sober. It's incredible. I think America makes more sense if, like, white Americans. I realized, I think it was only yesterday, that, like, most Amer rich Amer white Americans are on prescription drugs so they're out of it in some way and then most poor white americans seem to be on meth and crack so they're out of it in another way <laughs> they're all out of it and they're all angry i don't get it so many white americans are out of it and angry <laughs> and they live the easiest lives compared to others in america around the world it's unreal like it still blows my mind yesterday that 
a fucking bunch of metheads broke into the capital, turned it into a crack den for a few hours, and then just walked out and left. They went in, took some selfies, cracked out of their heads. Did you see the state of these dudes? Fucking metheads. It was unreal. Like, insane. You're like, ah, oh, six days into fucking January. Let's get back in the vodka whiskey diet. That is a great diet where um, you lose three days in a week. You drink and you lose three days and you don't eat and you lose a lot of weight. It's great. But yeah, that shit. I saw so many white women yesterday too. They kept like, white liberals kept explaining to black people I could see what would happen if black people had stormed the capital. And they were like, you would have been shot as if those black people don't know. <laughs> mansplaining whites white white splaining i don't know what it was it was just like i know yeah look, uh, they know that i don't know it was so weird i tweeted it and obviously the only people to get angry about it were white women they were on there telling me to go fuck off fuck you fuck yourself <laughs> it's just insane like new year's eve oh we brought it back around we brought it back around Thank you. Good work, Brain. You did it for me. So, yeah, first show was Savage. Some laugh. That guy was kicked out. He bought tickets for the first show and the second show, and they were, oh, he was also on Molly, they realized. <laughs> so he was gone. Um, and then the second show. Second show, I was, like, trying to get special guests. And, like, sometimes it's tough to get them on. Or they confirm last minute. So I had a big gap. I had, like, my buddies run it. And then I was giving Tiffany Haddish a copy of my book. She was like, I want to do your show. And I was like, dancing? But you can't announce the special guests. Sometimes you can, but a lot of times you can't. Because it gets too much um, too much prancing. Or like, yeah, people, you just don't want too many people showing up. Because it's all restricted, safe, socially distanced, all that. So Tiffany was on it. Then Craig Robinson hit me up. I was like, do you want to come do it? He's like, yeah. Can you fit me and my eight-piece band? And I said, they can. And then he said, we're there. And then I said to the venue, can we fit the eight-piece band? <laughs> and they said, we can. They're a music venue, so they're able to. And I was like, dancing. So we do the show. The crowd, the first crowd was better. The second crowd was pretty good. They're also drunk. And then I was just having banter with them. And I was like, you don't even fucking know what's coming up, do you? These special guests. So the show was savage. I was stressed too because I was getting people. It was just juggling a lot of people. People messaging me again. Hi, please answer. Hi, please answer. Hi, please answer. Hi. I love you. Hi. This one girl, Raniana. Hi, I love you. Please answer. Hi, I love you. I'm drunk. Please answer. Hi. I was like, ah, Jesus. Ah, Jesus. Like a human slug. Um, just been slugged around. So then, I was just dealing with people, and um, I was like, "All right, we got some special guests." Craig came on; his band came on. He brought out Tiffany. He brought out Jeff Ross. He brought out Jackson McQueen. Was up there. Everyone was like, "What's going on?" People were fucking just. They set up the band. The band was unbelievable. They were doing that thing where they're like, "On drums, we got," and then they do drum solos like. <laughs> And on the horn, we have, and on the flute, and on the sax, and on the guitar. 
and then the keys and then tiffany and they were all fucking ad-libbing doing songs and back and forth it was unreal and then i was like i was like fucking hell we pulled it off and my brother was like yeah man this is the great best show and somebody else was like this is the best show in la tonight and someone else was like this is the best show in america and then jackson goes no <laughs> this is the best show in the world <laughs> And we were all hammered. We were like, best show in the world. <laughs> the best show in the world. Which is kind of fair. If you got all those people on it. It was unreal. They played for about an hour. The cops came. They shut it down. It was fucking savage. And then you're like, oh yeah, we got Craig Robinson and his band. You got Tiffany. We got the best show in the world right now. New Year's Eve. <laughs> So that was fun. That was that was great, wasn't it? That's the end of the story. Once again, a bad, bad story. All right, it's 50 minutes. I think I'm petering out. That's It ends on another bad story. And you know how we fix bad stories? We sing a song. How we like to get along. And they die, 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 die. That's a traditional Irish song. I'm going to play it. What's the sound my buddy told me? I'm going to end with an Irish song that my buddy, he was like, put this on, this is a good one. School, Dublin, Dubliners. All right, so goodbye. That's the podcast. Hit me up on Instagram for more shows and stuff. At the Marquez. Twitter. At Trickadoo. Go buy my books. Leave me a review. Oh, giddy up. All right. Goodbye, Guan. Guan. That's the podcast. It's ended. It's over. It's done. School is over. All right, go on, good luck, good luck, goodbye, go on. What a mess of a podcast. Good luck, goodbye, good luck. Good luck, good luck, good luck.